Hello, friends, and welcome back to Fat Trucker Podcast. Now, this first little bit, I want to jump right in here and give this this article I found. This is kind of a revisit of my last podcast, talking about keto and OMAD, helping your immune system, making you healthier. Does it help against COVID-19? We don't know. Nobody knows. It's too new. So, but healthy immune system. Come on. It's got to be better, right? We hope. Yes. So this is kind of a, a revisit of that. I found this article. I will have it posted in the show notes so you can read it all. I will not read it all on these on this podcast. But I really want to touch on these important parts of this article. It says, a virus works by gaining access to the cell host in some way, usually by hijacking receptor cell, etc., etc. In the case of SARS-CoV-2, it gains access via the ACE2 receptor. This receptor is used by the body to increase blood pressure when it's needed. Therefore, it has implications for those with high blood pressure because when the body wants to increase blood pressure, it releases various proteins and hormones that eventually end up stimulating the ACE2 receptor, triggering the increase in blood pressure. If someone has chronically high blood pressure, they are likely to have an increase in the amount of ACE2 receptors in their cells. You can see this creates more of an opportunity for SARS-CoV-2 to gain access to cells in those people. High blood pressure. Mm. Now, I I remind those who have stuck with me and listened to early episodes. When I first started this journey, I had a DOT physical coming up, and I did not think I was going to pass the physical because I was getting high blood pressure readings on my home reader and, of course, overweight. Sugar readings were going up. Just overall, not terribly healthy. So I went on this keto OMAD adventure. Within just a couple of months, my blood pressure was back down to what it was when I was in my teens. And just that quick, honestly. So, blood pressure, keto, OMAD. Come on. We're we're connecting the dots here. We're trying to make something out of nothing i understand that but you know i'd rather have a little bit of something than a whole lot of nothing all right i continue on she says while it does seem that these diseases which are driven by dysfunctional metabolism are contributing to the poor outcomes i think the treatments being given to these people for pre-existing conditions may also predispose them to poor outcomes for example people with hypertension are often given an ACE inhibitor or another blood pressure lowering medication. These medications have been shown to increase the amount of ACE2 receptors in the cell. It is possible to think that this this effect would make it more likely that the virus could take hold in someone taking these medications. This is exactly what authors in one early research paper thought. They stated, quote, These data suggest that ACE2 expression is increased in diabetes and treatment with ACE2 inhibitors and ARBs increases ACE2 expression. Consequently, the increased expression of ACE2 would facilitate infection with COVID-19. We therefore hypothesize that diabetes and hypertension treatment with ACE2 stimulating drugs increases the risk of developing severe and fatal COVID-19. And that is... uh, that does have a link for that particular quote where that came from. She continues with, so not only does taking high blood pressure make someone more susceptible to the virus, but taking the medications offered by Western medicine to treat high blood pressure could make someone more vulnerable as well. Continuing on, as for people with diabetes having worse outcomes with this virus, research has shown that higher blood sugars make people more susceptible to viral infection, and diabetes is characterized by higher blood sugars. 
when looking at glucose and susceptibilities of cells to viral infections. One study found that cells normally grown in high glucose medium when switched to low glucose medium were much less susceptible to infection. Another study that details the mechanisms by which higher blood sugar and more significant oscillations in blood sugar can make someone more susceptible to a virus stated that diabetes increases susceptible susceptibility to severe infections. The higher blood sugars associated with diabetes gives viruses some advantage when they are trying to gain access to the cells of a host. And then the last thing she talks about is cholesterol. People who have hypertension, diabetes, and heart disease are often told they should lower their intake of saturated fat. And many are told to take cholesterol-lowering medication. And she says if you follow her blog, which I recommend, she's pretty intelligent, you know that the idea of eating cholesterol or having high cholesterol is the cause of heart disease does not make sense and is not backed up by the research. And I've been saying that for almost a year. We'll get to that later. She continues on with, you also know that cholesterol plays a very important role in the immune system, especially true for viruses. Studies have shown that when viral antibodies of our immune systems are made, they can team up with cholesterol molecules to become much more potent virus killers. Anyway, I'm going to link that article. There's a lot more in the article. I read a very small portion of it. I'm going to link that in the show notes. I encourage you to go read it. Lots of really good information. She links everything that she she mentions. She has links to it. Very good information. I'm really taking heed of it now because the uh, the virus has found us. It's here. It's in my county. Twelve cases, one or two deaths right now. Not been here long. Not very many, but the piss poor testing that's being done in the united states i have no doubt no doubt that there are a lot more people with it than what they indicate i'm careful i'm using gloves everywhere especially when i'm handling anything public related like fuel pumps the push buttons on card readers just i'm kind of on the edge of of paranoid and I drive truck for a company that that uh, assembles lawnmowers, and evidently assembling lawnmowers is considered essential. I'm not sure why, unless they think people are going to buy a brand new riding lawnmower so that they can ride away from the zombie horde apocalypse that's coming. Don't know. But at any rate, I'm still working. I'm still out there. I'm not sure that I have good reason to, other than I don't want to lose my job. And I know a lot of people have lost their jobs, and I feel for you. I really do. This is crazy times, and, and I don't know that I agree with all that's being done. Just time's going to tell. Uh, suicide rate's going up. People are losing their businesses. It's just, this is on the edge of a, a zombie apocalypse, you know. This, this What's going on right now gives credence to every bad B-rated zombie movie that you've ever seen on TV. It's happening people aren't coming back to life and infecting people but it's just it's ridiculously contagious and you know even healthy people are dying from it not in the quantities that unhealthy people are but joe rogan mentioned the other day that he knows somebody a 30 year old olympic swimmer in the in the peak of health thought he was going to die not joe rogan the swimmer thought he was going to die from this thing and was telling people goodbye i love you he made it through, 
but he said it was the worst thing he had ever gotten in his life. And I'm really hoping that this is a wake-up call for humanity, that we need to quit fighting over petty bullshit. We need to quit spending all that money on making better technology to kill them, in quotes, in a race against their technology to kill us, in quotes. Stop the damn wars. Do something good for a change. I live in the United States. I love the United States. I'm proud of my country. I'm not so proud of my government. Just saying. We should have cured SARS during its first run, and there wouldn't be SARS too. Everyone fights over petty bullshit instead of joining our sources, resources into good. We should have colonies on the, on the moon and possibly Mars by now. We should have cured every ailment known to man and had replicators that work. Okay, yeah, that one's probably a stretch. But how cool would it be to say, T, Earl Grey, hot. You know, the universe, nature, you know, God, if that's your thing, I guess, needs to send humanity a good reset button wake-up call. I don't think this is the one, but I do think this is certainly a good dry run for it. We all need to wake up and realize that some of the pettiness that we fight over all the time, it's not worth it in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, sorry about the rant, but, you know, it is what it is. My heart and my deepest gratitude goes out to all the nurses and doctors that are out there putting their lives on the line, literally, around the world for what's going on. I have two nieces that are both in the medical field. Yeah, I'm, I am concerned. They both have children. So, you know, this really does hit pretty home, close to home with me. It's, it's really gotten real. Italy, what can you say about Italy other than, damn, guys, I feel for you. It's just terrible. Just have a real quick word for my sponsor, and I promise on the other side of the break, I will have things back together, and I will be much more positive coming right up. So I mentioned earlier that I'll be have done this for a year coming up soon. It's actually the 14th of this month is my one-year ketoversary, at least on the podcast, which I started the podcast right after I started doing it, so... Real close, real close enough. So, I want to invite everybody that's listening to send me in a question. Any question you want. No question is off limits. However, I do uh, reserve the right to not read your question on the air if I deem it inappropriate or in bad taste. However, ask me any question you want. I am info at fattruckerpodcast.com. And I'm Fat Trucker Podcast on both Facebook and Instagram. Send me any question you want. If I like the question, I'll read it on air. Don't worry, I probably won't read your name, especially if you say don't, or you can send it as anonymous, sign it anonymous, and I will make sure I don't mention you in any way, which I probably won't anyway. Something like this, it's unnecessary. I might mention the country you're from if it's pertinent. But I'll go ahead and tell you, one of the, I know one of the questions I'm going to get asked, and I'll go ahead and answer it now. What was the hardest part? And and if you've listened, you know I've, I've done my share of failing, more than my share of failing. But i also show you that you can jump right back on it, pick it right back up where you left off. Your diet is not done until you, until you end it. When you end it, 
and you don't want to do it anymore and you say i can't do this anymore that's when it's over try something else or don't do anything at all you, you know whatever anyway i'll tell you when it got the hardest the hardest part actually i'll converse that with the easiest part the easiest part was when you're losing two or three pounds a week on the scale and you see it every time you look in the mirror you can see it just melting away just falling off of you that's the easiest by far every day is a reward every day you're seeing it in one way or another every day you're getting looked at and people going wow that is the easiest in contrast to that the hardest is when all that stops the scale don't move for a long time a month two months you're not seeing a difference in the mirror anymore you're not your clothing size doesn't feel like it's fitting different every every day that's when it's the hardest that's when you start going why am i doing this when my my wife's over here eating biscuits and gravy now granted i'm i'm eating a great big cheeseburger salad which i really like anyway but you know i like the biscuit and gravy too that's beside the point but that's when it's the hardest is when it just doesn't seem to be working anymore but you gotta you really gotta keep it in your mind especially right now with everything that's going on that you're keeping your body happy even if you're not losing weight even if you're not happy with what you're seeing in the mirror you're feeding your body the best fuel the most nutrition the the least amount of bad just try to keep that in mind and and there were times when i didn't but i admitted it to you every time i said guys i've been failing i suck slap me with a shovel whatever but you pick it back up and you keep going just because you've eaten something bad don't mean you're a failure just forget about it just it happened you know the only thing to decide is was it worth it was that thing that you ate good enough to quantify it not being part of what you're shooting for now i never did break down and have biscuit and gravy even though i'm not sure why i didn't that probably would have been worth it as long oh totally if it was homemade mcdonald's no hardy's maybe anyway you know just was it worth it and and enjoy that bad food for the duration that you eat it don't break don't don't break yourself over it enjoy it it doesn't have to be every meal and every day and every week and every month like you used to eat it that once you know if there's leftovers eat the leftovers the next day or later that night till it's gone enjoy it but then go back reassess okay that was good but i'm back that was good but and i'll do it again just go ahead and tell yourself i'll do it again but not for a little while like not for a while and that helps so much you just you can't imagine that helps so much and and i'll add a little bit more to all that and say as long as you're dropping that weight like crazy for three months four months you're losing a couple of pounds a week minimum and you're seeing it in the mirror every every week that you look in the mirror you're seeing a difference 
your clothes are starting to fall off of you, ride that train for as long as you can. Don't cheat. Don't stop. But when it stops on its own, and I promise you it will, you will not lose too much weight if you're eating healthy. But when it stops on its own, eat that reward. If it's three months later, pick out the favorite bad thing that you want to eat. And it don't matter. Pure bowl of pasta covered in powdered sugar. That doesn't sound good at all. But if that's what you like, do it. Give yourself that reward. You've earned it. Do not let that bowl of whatever, pasta, sugar, whatever I just said, be the ruler of you. But no, from that point on, when you're, when you're real close to being so much happier the way you look and the way you feel, the way people look at you, enjoy something every now and then when it's not falling off of you. Tell your wife, we're going to have a date night once a month. We're going to go wherever you want to go. And I will enjoy a meal with you, whatever it is, Italian, pizza, go out for popcorn, go out to a movie. Well, okay, maybe never mind the movie, at least for a little while. Anyway, just, you know, I guess in this day and age, you know, it's more like go in the kitchen and make, make your make your date dinner together. That's That's awesome. I love the sound of that. Be in the kitchen together and make your dinner together and have a romantic candlelight dinner that you both made together. And it don't matter what it is. Let it be as bad as it can be. Or maybe she'll want to eat something that you eat, you know, with a healthy. Maybe she'll want the broccoli and the cauliflower and the steak. Maybe she'll want to eat what you want to eat. But just, you know, have a once a month, have a special night that you can just relax. And enjoy what you have worked so hard for. Just don't let the food rule you. That's the only thing I can take from all this whole year. You can't let the the food rule you. That's the biggest thing I can take from all this. Creating this podcast was such a good idea. I'm so glad I did. According to the stats that I get, uh, my podcast, this podcast, is listened to in almost every country in the world. It's amazing. I have, I've had comments sent to me by so many different countries. Shout out to Lynn, Australia. You know who you are. You just don't know how many times that your little messages really brightened up my day. Thank you very much. And there's been others too. Not, not counting you out, but I'm not going to shout you out either. So appreciate all the messages that I do get. However, this is this is this one's special. This is a one year ketoversary for my podcast info at fat trigger podcast and fat trigger podcast on both facebook and instagram send me some messages send me some questions somewhere in the neighborhood of the 14th i'll record that get it out i'm not exactly punctual on my podcast timing if you haven't figured that out it's a bit random but i'll do my best to get it out somewhere in the round in in the neighborhood of the 14th Until then, keep it between the lines and keto on.